I geek out about abandoned places. I geek out about machine learning. I geek out about Kentucky bourbon. Hi, welcome to the She Geeks Out podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Felicia. And we co-founded and run She Geeks Out. We support a dynamic community of women through events, networking, and education. Our events are designed to bring amazing women together to eat, drink, and learn in a beautiful space. We connect like-minded, passionate women from all walks of life. And we exist to provide a welcoming network, mentor each other, support girls, and and encourage encourage every woman to proudly fly their geek flag. Welcome, happy listeners. <laughs> Hi, Felicia. What if they're not happy? Oh, I'm going to assume, assume that they're happy because they're listening to our podcast. Well, right that's now. a good assumption, right? Well, they will be. Or happy maybe after they're this. really sad and they're listening <laughs> to our podcast just so they can be happy. I'm down with whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the She Geeks Out podcast, yeah, everybody. <laughs> we are excited to introduce um, Bridget from. Uh, Alexa, Amazon Echo. She's got all the names. <laughs> Amazon Alexa. Amazon Alexa. Are we, are we just going to start throwing out all it's the Amazon, Amazon names? Echo, Echo Dot, Amazon Tap. Yes. All the devices. Yes. Anyway, it's confusing. <laughs> but you, but we all know and love Anyway, Amazon. she works for Amazon. <laughs> we chatted with her. Um, it was a really interesting conversation. We got into a lot of different stuff. And also, we, we sort of discovered this love of a really bad movie halfway through our conversation mm. i haven't seen it yet actually but i need Mm-mm. to we'll yeah. leave them in suspense yeah um one thing that i didn't know until they contacted us was that they that amazon actually has an office in kendall square in cambridge um and they they do a lot of their speech work the the work on alexa mm-hmm. here so that was sort of what we what we touched upon and yeah. of course her background as well and being a software engineer and her journey um, and leading up to this, frankly, kind of awesome sounding gig, you know, working on the future. Um, Can't be that, right? <laughs> no, it's exciting. So we ho- hope you enjoy. Yeah. Okay, good morning. Good morning, Rachel. Hi, Felicia. Hello. How are you? I'm well. That's great. Do you want to introduce our fabulous guest? Yeah, we're here in um, Amazon Cambridge in yeah. Kendall Square with Bridget. So yes. hi, Bridget. Hi, everyone. And um, we should probably say we actually did a brief pre-recording yes. of this episode. Yeah. And we're that's not the one you're hearing today right now. But um, <laughs> in that pre-recording, we welcomed you to your own office. We so did. I feel like I should recreate that. <laughs> we welcomed you to your own office. <laughs> well, see, but what was it was we're welcoming her to the podcast. That's what we came so, up with. No, that <laughs> and was and then legit. I should welcome you to the office. Yes. Well, thank you, thank you so much. It's great to be here in lovely welcome Kendall Square on this sunny day. Yes. I don't know. I think it's legit. I think it's legit great. to welcome her to our podcast. Well, yeah. Well, we did welcome eventually. To <laughs> anyway, all right, welcomes all around. So <laughs> great to be here. We're very excited to chat with you. It is. We have we have um. Clearance cards. We, <laughs> we are all set to go. We are we are ready. So anyway, enough about us. Yeah. So Let's hear about you, Bridget. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about you, your journey, how you got here, uh, all the things. Yeah. So I'm a software engineer at Amazon. I work on Alexa, the voice behind the Echo and the Tap and the Dot and Fire TV <laughs> and I I I don't know what else at this point. <laughs> wow. Lots of stuff. Lots. Lots of stuff. How'd you get here? I. It, it's a little varied. Uh, so I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, Somerset, PA. Um, some people might recognize the name from Flight 93. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that crashed in a nearby town, pretty close to where I had friends going to school. Mm. And um, my dad is a cop, now retired. My mom was a physician assistant, also now retired. Mm. And I have two siblings, nice. um, both younger. And uh, so growing up, it was a you know, pretty small town, uh, you know, lots of activities, soccer, music lessons, etc. And uh, I had the opportunity to go to a geek camp. So yes, cool. we called it a geek camp. So <laughs> cool. We love that word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So right before I entered high school, I went to a geek camp with uh, Johns Hopkins CTY, okay. uh, which was pretty cool. So I did that with engineering, but everyone was gushing about this programming course. And so I told my parents, I want to take that next year. Uh, but we couldn't afford the camp next year. Mm -hmm. So I asked if I could do the distance learning course instead, offered through the same program. And they're like, okay. So and online. Online. And, and, yeah, and what and did you study? Uh, so the first two courses, there's a three-course program. Um, first two courses were C, mm. okay. the language C. Yeah, great. And the s third course was the language Java. Okay. So it was literally just teaching the language. So mm. it wasn't really uh, – an AP computer science replacement. Mm. I didn't even know computer science was what I was learning mm -hmm. until I was trying to figure out what major I should apply for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I knew I liked to program. The last project for the Java course was to like fill in this game, and it was pretty cool. So I was like, I'm, I wrote a game. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I'm a gamer now. Yeah. In a very technical game sense. developer. <laughs> I mean, that's game like, developer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, I think it, there's still a file somewhere on my parents' computer ask, to play it. Yeah, what's this game about? <laughs> it was kind of a puzzle game. Like you had to move things around a 2D space so that way you could unblock the path to the exit. A little okay. Tetrisy? No. No. No, no unblock like, the path. <laughs> I heard yeah. 2D space relation. I was like, oh, nope, different. No, you had a little little guy that you would move around dungeons and you had to like collect, Ooh. get to all the diamonds and then unblock the exit somehow. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. So you had to move things yeah. in the right order. I can like cool. get behind this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big gaming person, but anyway. Yeah. Um, awesome. But, and what we were thinking is that like, this is really, you were kind of a trendsetter almost because this is kind of early on in, in sort of the general sphere of, uh, yeah. for lack of a better word, of like, you know, girls and, and women getting into these kinds of camps and doing this kind of learning and programming. It was definitely not common. No one was really discouraging. It's just in a small town where, you know, you have coal miners and farmers and people go off and if they come back, they're lawyers and doctors. <laughs> there isn't a whole lot of keeping up with the newer jobs, the newer mm -hmm. industry. It's just kind of like doing the same thing year yeah. after year. Uh, there were two classmates in mine who were also interested um, and who did end up pursuing it. And so it was pretty cool. So we would talk about some of these things. But um, yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot of formal expressed interest in I want to be a programmer or right. a web developer or whatever. Yeah. I mean, now it's just everybody's hit over the head with it. it kind of. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very different. It's a very different time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So then you ended up actually going to college for computer science. Yeah, so. after I figured out that that was a major. <laughs> You're like, ah, this is what I want. Yes. Yeah, like, what's the difference between that and computer engineering? Uh. <laughs> You're yeah. like, ah, yeah. okay, yes, big difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for the record, computer engineering tends to be more hardware focused. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, and computer science runs the gamut between theory, to where they probably don't write a line of code, to... Um, theory of writing code. 
<laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and happy to just build websites. <laughs> yeah, and so you went to CMU, right? Yeah, I went to Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. Um, I was it was fantastic. They accepted because that was just down the street. Well, an hour and a half drive, uh, right? But, but yeah, close enough to say down yeah, the street. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. Um, I learned a lot. It was there was a whole lot of angst too because there's a theory is something that I st- struggled with and still do, and that program was very theory based. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know I had great extracurriculars. Like I built more games. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was involved in a theater troupe. I played soccer. Oh, I mean, there was just a whole bunch of things. A lot of good people. That's great. Yeah. You were, and when you were in the theater group, you were doing because I did a little bit of research as a theater techie. Yeah. So I was an electrician, and for a few years, I was also the master electrician. What? What? Which really, when you're a bunch, of, it's a bunch of students running it. Really, that just means that you have a little bit more experience, than you. <laughs> and you have less fear of dying because or <laughs> well, get electrocuted very easily. <laughs> so part of the role was hanging lights, hanging, focusing, powering everything. Because we didn't have a theater to use, so we kind of just set up shop in different places around campus. Oh, interesting. Cool. And. Uh, as a master electrician, you tell other people to do that. <laughs> You're like, ah. it's actually very safe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, we are in scaffolding. I thought you said you weren't into theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though. Um, mm-hmm. So going back to your program, like how big was the group? Um, what yeah. was like the g- general breakdown of women versus men? So freshman year, our class um, in the computer science bachelor program was uh, about 120 Somewhere around there. Um, And between 20 and 30 were women. Okay. Um, So you were not alone. No, I wasn't. Uh, But there was few. Yes. (laughs) Did you get any sense of sort of imposter syndrome while you were there? Sort of. Uh, I mean, there's definitely some voice in my head. And I joked, we joked with this amongst ourselves. You're like, oh, we're here to pad the numbers. Oh, wow. Um, And it was kind of like a laughing it off but not really, like, yeah. situation. Joking, not joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then my junior year, I had a hard time finding an internship. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, confidence crashed. Like, yeah. You can't oh, land yeah. an internship. Like, well, what are you doing in this program? Sure. Um, so I finally got an offer back after I finished my finals that spring. Which is so stressful. So stressful. <laughs> and doubly stressful was I was doing a minor in software engineering. Oh, and you need to write a paper on your internship. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, this could be tricky. Um. <laughs> right. So if I don't have an internship, <laughs> I'll have to come back another semester. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but the internship was great. I was at a, a company in Pittsburgh, Resilient mm-hmm. Condo Solutions. Um, they're a small government contractor um, decision support systems, I think was the buzzword that they like to use to describe what wow. they did. Wow, that means nothing to me, but that's like <laughs> so, every day. We are decision <laughs> support yeah. systems. Great. Okay, great. Learn something new. <laughs> Helping make decisions. So data visualizations on big data. Okay, that, that makes yeah, much right? more yeah. sense. Better? <laughs> yes. Better. And so it was really cool, the designs that um, were came up, how to convey all that information really concisely on one screen and like the interactions you click on one thing on one side of the screen and everything lights up on the right so you see relationships and it was really cool um so my project that summer was to tear apart one of those programs and fit it into a framework and then stitch everything back together cool uh, such that it still did all the lighting up 
Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So I learned a lot about software architecture and why doing things certain ways make things easier down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good thing to learn. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. So how did you end up in Boston at Amazon? Um, So uh, after college, I went back to work for that company. Mm -hmm. And as a government contractor, they were impacted by the sequester. So tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, So that was when the federal government, Congress, couldn't agree on a budget. So they're like, will sign a bill that's saying if we don't reach a budget by this date, awful things will happen. And no one wants awful things to happen. So we'll reach an agreement before that date. Mm. They didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So funding was cut to a lot of um, defense programs. um, And that included projects that we were working on. And we were often a subcontractor, so that meant that the contractor was trying to, like, not lay off their people. So we got cut back. And there really wasn't enough work for everyone at the company. So we're trying different things, different projects internally to try and weather it. And the company did great weathering it. They're doing fantastic right now. But I got bored. (laughs) Fair fair enough. (laughs) Uh, And, you know... Kind of like not having the hectic, working on three or four contracts at a time, balancing all of that, you know, certain things came to light. And you're like, well, I might want to look elsewhere. Uh, So I decided to start interviewing because I hadn't interviewed in a few years. And, you know, that could be a rusty skill. Yeah. And the day I decided that I would start interviewing, recruiters had been contacting me like throughout this whole time. Like, hey, you interested in this company? I was like, nope, I'm satisfied. (laughs) Well, the first one who contacted after I decided was Amazon. Amazing. <laughs> so super serendipitous. And yeah. Like, right? Okay, yeah. universe. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll have to settle for Amazon. <laughs> yeah. So I went to their event in Pittsburgh, and within a week of deciding I would even begin interviewing, I had an offer. So Amazing. I had to decide. Right? This was Amazing. so quick and scary. Yeah. So now I had to Plus, decide It why. was also involving, like... Uh, a city change, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, at the time, Amazon didn't have an office in Pittsburgh. They now do, by the way. Oh, nice. oh I didn't know that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it actually, if they had had an office in Pittsburgh, would you have stayed there? I don't know. Um, it, the, it really depends on the work. So I was mm-hmm. being hired for a particular team. Okay. And at the time, that team was in Boston. Okay. Job aside, are you glad that you're living in Boston now? Yeah, uh, so I like Pittsburgh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, there's some pretty awesome stuff there. Yeah. I started folk dancing there. Oh, like a great so community. Cool. Yeah. Super cool. Um, but there's just more in Boston, mm-hmm. which is pretty nice. Yeah, and so when you got hired up here, you did you know what you were going to work on, or were you just like, okay, here I am? <laughs> I knew it was called Amazon Speech. Because <laughs> this was before the like, time to pull the curtain back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I asked for details, and I talked with the manager, and when trying to make that decision on whether to leave. Yeah. And you know, like, there's only so much they could say without me signing like additional documentation. Sure. So mm-hmm. sure. We got it. Yeah. And you were like, I mean, look, it was like Amazon. So, you know, it's not going to be like, yeah, some flash in the pan. Yeah. I'd only heard good things from people who had interned or worked there. Yeah. So I'd, you know, I figured it'd be a good experience no matter what it was. Yeah. Well, um, as someone who is the very proud owner of a pre-ordered Alexa e- Echo, I, I, you know, I call her Alexa. Mm-hmm. So, but I know it's the Echo, but I it was like, you know, as soon as I got the email um, from Jeff, who, of course, we, you <laughs> Your know, buddy Jeff. my buddy Jeff, um, he emailed me personally. <laughs> 
Yes, there was an unsubscribe link on the bottom. Guess what I have here. (laughs) You can order it now. I mean, I pre-ordered the Kindle too. I like pre-order and I pre-ordered. Oh, you're one of the special people that when we roll out new devices, we're like, do you want to test it? I absolutely (laughs) will do it. I haven't done it for the dot, but I, I... been, I've been toying with the idea, but I haven't, I haven't committed. I get, I see it all the time, and I'm like, should I? But when I, but getting that was just, you know, it's it's been wonderful, and I kind of do want it in every room. I was just saying to Felicia the other day. I just yesterday, I think yesterday, I was like, literally, yeah, I, was, I was like, I just want to be like. Alexa, what was it? What was the question? You were like, Alexa, turn down my thermostat. Oh I was yeah, like, I'm pretty sure she can do that. Like, <laughs> I, I think I have to hook it up with reality. We have to hook it up with the Nest, <laughs> get it all set up and stuff. But yeah, but absolutely incredible. Oh, I just had you. this vision of you like wandering through your apartment, being like, Alexa, turn on this song. And I'm a little cold. Could you please like turn up the heat? <laughs> but I also want Alexa to bring me a blanket and make me tea. <laughs> like I'm ready well, for that. The tea could be coming. soon. Oh. oh, are you allowed to tell us this? <laughs> so, I'm just saying that there's lots of uh, home appliances, right? And that, and that makes so sense. I think there's like a smart coffee maker at this point. Yeah. So why not a smart kettle? I know it's true. I love my tea kettle too. It lights up blue. <laughs> it's clear <laughs> and it lights up blue. Although you might still have to add the tea bag. <sighs> well, then, well, for, that's get the it. next generation. Two point zero. Was there some TV show where they like tried to put technology into fridges and it? <laughs> didn't work very well am i making this up a tv show it was something i remember watching in a tv show anyway i'll I'll think about that well i'm I'm glad that you brought up tv shows because i feel like we need to get into tv shows for a minute because because we love we love tv shows please what was the one um yeah so disney channel had a movie called smart house where there was um this, what year this was guy. this? It was like the nineties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so this was before a AI. Original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so AI had been sci-fi for a while at this point. Totally. <laughs> um, but this one, it was like some like recent widower, just like won a lottery for a new house where him and his kids can move in, and so there was like a, a horror movie. <laughs> It, it, it was scary, <laughs> especially to a kid. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, she gets a little overprotective. Well, see, so like every October. <laughs> Wait, the the AI gets a little yeah. overprotective? Wait, is this a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. Oh, it's, it's a, a mo- Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I was going to say is every October I start watching horror movies because yes. I feel like it's very seasonally appropriate and I like scary movies. Uh-huh. I'm going to check this out. Yes. <laughs> I'll report back and let you know so what I think. I haven't watched screening. it since I was a kid, so I don't know. I'm going to let you know if it holds maybe, up or not. Maybe yeah. Amazon can host a screening. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, well I am that- already an Amazon Prime member. So. <laughs> Fair. Um, and and the show that came out it was like a couple years ago, and it w- it's on Amazon Prime, which I also have, of course. Uh-huh. Watch all the what? videos. I know, shocking. <laughs> um, so they there was a show called Extant. Oh yeah, E-X-T- Halle Berry. Halle Berry, and then the second the second season was Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is now the evil guy on The Walking Dead, which everybody should watch, even <laughs> though they say they won't watch it anymore. It's fine. Um, but the show was all, it was like Steven Spielberg and it was all, um, and there's a lot of AI in there. And so I have this vision of like, this is this is our very near future is not only will like, so in this in this particular case, they, the guy was actually making a, a boy AI, like, a robot boy. A robot boy, but mm-hmm. was very, very, very human, like with human emotions. Yeah. And all positive emotions, not negative. So like the idea was that he could not, 
you know, the, he the, couldn't the, hurt the direct, you. not the prime director, but the directive <laughs> of these robots are always with like, the Asimov yeah. laws. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and then at the end, he actually ends up being infused in the house. For are real. you just doing spoilers now? Yeah, it's what fine. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. it. But, and then the other thing that they do, which I love, because it's supposed to take place in like the near, near future, is they have mobile phones, which are like, they're like, a, they're like, glass and so they're sort of Mm see-through and then they do the thing where you know you go to the bathroom and you you know you you like swipe a thing and then it's the the news i was like where are you going like minority (laughs) report (laughs) no like in the bathroom (laughs) i don't know it's like the future we're going into the future (laughs) we'll be able to watch each other each other like no (laughs) no it's like the bathroom mirror when you're getting ready and you're like brushing your teeth and you're putting on your makeup or whatever you can like watch the news you okay. can get the updates. <laughs> so people have done that. What? Not the swipe between devices, but there is a do-it-yourself way of having a screen like behind a mirror so you can see oh. all those devices. I've seen it. I, I've been toying with building it. What? Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cool. Like, it's like do your – I forget how to search for it at this point, but it's like do your do-it-yourself smart mirror or something smart mirror <laughs> yeah smart mirror. so basically yeah we're living in the future yes we're almost there i feel like we're, i think yeah. we are there we're pretty much there yeah. thank we're you raspberry Pi. there's no at, hoverboards like, there's no <laughs> legit hoverboards though yet yeah those are hoverboards no. aren't no. really hoverboards. those hoverboards are not hoverboards <laughs> i'm still <laughs> holding <laughs> out for the back to the future version where you're like elevated off the ground yes. and you're flying yes <laughs> yes and i it, should probably learn how to skateboard first though yes <laughs> i'm not really good at it no <laughs> tech jump just yeah leapfrog just small, it small mm-hmm. anyway enough again enough about us <laughs> but tv shows all the time yeah that's what they're talking about all the stuff that you you're building yeah, so. there's been tons of comparisons to science fiction, mm-hmm. either books or TVs or whatever, like the Star Trek computer yeah. or um, or how or yes, yes, <laughs> how do you? How much do you think is like the influence of? Do you think it's entertainment influencing technology or technology influencing entertainment? I think it, I think entertainment can go with what's what could happen, yeah. and then people are like, well, why don't we build it? And then entertainment's like well we have this now so let's take it further <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's like definitely really a really cycle. good cycle yeah, yeah. love it yeah mm-hmm. big fan so um with your work now and we understand that you cannot really tell us a whole bunch of stuff because it's you know secret and the future and all that good stuff even though we would love <laughs> to nerd out about all the nitty-gritty details but um so you're working with alexa mm-hmm. and you're working with language and mm-hmm. data and um are you actually doing like hands-on programming or like what like how does the language fit into it like what kind of things are you yeah. thinking of when you do your work uh, so yeah I, I do programming i do full stack development okay. user interface down to database tables um, and everything in between. Um, My team is charged with data enrichment, which for machine learning means basically, so machine learning, you need data. Mm -hmm. It's a huge statistical thing. You shove it a bunch of data for input, and then you hope it matches up what you expect for output. Mm. And for training, you give it both the answers and the input so that it learns, Mm -hmm. and then you test it by giving it only different input and see if it works, right? So that's data. And data enrichment is getting that that output. What is the expected answer? So for audio, that's that's what was said. The transcription. The transcription. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about that transcription. Okay. Do you know? <laughs> so do you know that? Do you have? Do you have the echo? No. You don't have the echo. So it's so there's a there's an app. So it records everything that you say, and um, so it's a little creepy. 
Because I it mean, but be. it's for learning, <laughs> which is wonderful. <laughs> but then it's like literally, but you you say it, and then you have a transcription of everything mm-hmm. that was said. So, so we had, are you just worried because you're rude to your Alexa? No, in fact, <laughs> I was saying this earlier. Um, I actually think that, and there was an article about this um, a few months ago about are we are we teaching our kids to be rude or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. something to that effect. Because Alexa doesn't require any politeness when you tell it to do something. <laughs> I, of course, am terrified of our overlords. So so you're like, Alexa, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, you're so cool. <laughs> She's like, I know. I know. And that was the thing. So I'll say like, Alexa, thank you. And she'll be like, don't mention it. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like fine. A God. little nervous about that. <laughs> I really wanted to mention it because I'm scared. Um, and I will say, please. Not all the time, but I will say please, because it does feel rude to just ask. So every morning I say, Alexa, play WBUR every mm-hmm. morning. And uh, and sometimes I just have to throw in a please, because if I don't, I feel like that's not a good way to start your day. So. <laughs> With your robot slave. <laughs> yeah. It's appreciated. I mean, yeah, but, but is it though? I mean, yeah. that's sort of the thing is like, it, I don't know what do you, what you guys, what you think of. Well, if you're treating it politely, you're personifying it. And that's a success in our book. But why isn't it encouraged? You mean she? Why doesn't she say? Why don't you thank me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but why would like a little smart next gen? No, <laughs> which would Wait be amazing. No, but if they say thank you, be like, oh, you're welcome. Uh, so there's several responses that could be done. Okay. So don't mention it is a can be a polite response in the right tone. Right. So see tone <laughs> tone. And this is so interesting because we're getting into like, you know, it's not just the words, it's the tone, yes. it's your personification, mm-hmm. it's like all these different things. It's um, You were talking, Rachel, about your friend who was trying to break Alexa <laughs> by like asking all these different questions. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things we were actually chatting about earlier, Bridget, which I still find super interesting, um, is this whole idea of using things like Alexa and different mm-hmm. technologies to um, – to really sort of expand um, what's possible, not mm-hmm. just for, you know, the everyday consumer, but for people who may be um, disabled or, you know, challenged in certain ways. Um, could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So uh, we've got lots of great feedback on the review page about people who um, are quadriplegic and now can have music played without someone being there to put on the CD That's or so the radio. Great. And they just have a little bit more autonomy. Mm-hmm. Um there's people who are who've been blind like one woman wrote in like my husband's blind and now we can listen to audible books so it could be like a professional recording through audible or it could be just alexa voice reading a kindle book right over the speaker and then that because of kindle magic syncs with whatever other device you have (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) whisper sync Love you know, it. it's so funny. I was actually, I was reading this book recently and I don't remember the name. So sorry, everybody. But um, it was basically positing this idea where um, these people got to a technologically advanced point where they figured out how to time travel mm. um, because the universe was, without getting too into depth, the universe was a computer program. And so they time traveled back in time to the you know middle ages and then just basically were like programming. And, but everyone thought mm. they were wizards because (laughs) it was like magic i'm like you know i think we're like kind of there already (laughs) you have people walking around with like bluetooth in their ear and they're like talking like crazy people to themselves and it's true and that's been around for a while yeah Yeah. and then we've got you know people you just say like 
play me music and the music is playing. It is <laughs> that is amazing. I have to say, I you know, I um I will just admit I listened to Spotify, although I was just reading about the what Amazon's doing right now, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Just offering a really low um price if you just use Echo. It's like four dollars a month or something, which is crazy cheap to have unlimited music. Oh, okay, cool. And it's so cool. So right now, for now, we have it hooked up with our Spotify. But what I love is that you're just literally able to just say any song, like, pretty much ever. Yeah. And it will just play. Like, Yeah. And if it can't find it in one place, it'll keep looking down the list of accounts that you have registered amazing. until it finds it. Yeah. Very cool. It's just so cool. The future. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, All right. Hey, Felicia. Hey, Rachel. We're taking a little break. I know. Hi, guys. Breaky break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um... So as as I think we've already discussed, uh, I certainly love Amazon um, very yeah, deeply. Yeah, so you have an Alexa, right? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm kind of jealous, actually, because my sister got one for her birthday, and I did not. And uh, I'm obsessed. Well, you know what the really cool thing is? Yeah, what is the cool thing? You live, like, right near the place where that stuff gets built. I know. Yeah. But, but tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we're really excited um, to actually be able to talk with the folks at Amazon, because they're, they're actually offering a lot of really cool jobs. Yes. Yeah, so they have like this incredible list. Yeah, I'm going to go through the list. Do it's it. like a long list. Okay. Speech scientists, research managers, computational linguists, software <laughs> development engineers. Can I say the next one? Yeah. Work from home annotators. What? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but and, it sounds great. <laughs> and anyone interested in a research-focused team involving unpublished problems. Yeah. So if that sounds exciting to you, we definitely would encourage you to check them out. Um, it's incredible. Um, Alexa, they have, I don't know if you guys know, it's they're, they're actually the voice assistant behind Amazon Echo, Echo Dot, Amazon Tap. Mm-hmm. Um, like and all and, the things. And other devices. So and it's stuff that really we don't cool. even know about. I know. So yeah, if if anyone's interested in learning more or applying or whatever and being a part of this incredible part of the team, team um, working on stuff that you won't know about until you actually get to Amazon because that's how they work uh, <laughs> talk to Emma and you can email her directly at alexageeksout at amazon.com yeah good stuff Let's move, Let's move on. on. And so we've been yeah. talking a lot about what we geek out, which about, which is obviously everything um, Amazon related. <laughs> <laughs> something I learned today. Um, what do you What do you geek out about, Bridget? Um, I'm kind of an all in person, so almost anything I could probably geek out about. Um, not anything, but anything I'm interested in. Well, right, right. We did do some research on you. Yeah. So yes. we could throw out a couple things. Trumpeting. I haven't really done that since moving to Boston. <laughs> That's fair. No. Okay. Biking. Yes, I I am a year-round cyclist. Wow. Wow. What? Wait, <laughs> how does that work in February? Clothes. But like I, I, I mean, it. no, not clothes. Like the like the streets are covered with if a car can drive, then a bike can Really? Ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there are problems where if the trails aren't cleared, like during the blizzards, it took a while for the trails to clear. Understandable. Totally. Um, but people still insisted on walking on them. <laughs> which oh. then created wonderful like bumpy ice yeah. uh but the, the plows yeah right on the roads well i mean and i don't know if you do this um but some bikers will actually get like studs in their tires so that's it's what i've considered it yeah uh, I but then if you're not it, on ice it's, it's really noisy yeah exactly and it's just and especially like last winter was so mild mm. that you didn't need any of that no but yeah clothes is a big one wow. i had the lobster claw mittens those are amazing They're so great i love oh them. what are so lobster so can we have lobster claw mittens for as a raffle prize 
So, They're really expensive. I oh, don't know if we want to fancy <laughs> treat our be- people to <laughs> such expensive well, raffle gifts. Sorry. <laughs> maybe maybe it will be for a special event. Sure. A little special <laughs> event. But yeah, so it's like basically if you think about when you're biking. It's like it's either a, a Star Trek V or mm. the the middle finger is with our with group like with the others. index. Yeah. So <laughs> Which looks like a lobster more to me. Yeah. The star oh the, I haven't worn it in several months, so I forget which fingers go into which. <laughs> don't lobster. worry, you'll be wearing it again soon. <laughs> So the thumb, oh, yeah, the thumb is still separate. The index finger is still separate, and I think all the other fingers are grouped together. Yeah. So like a mitten, so the fingers can warm each other up, but you still have the index finger to help with gear shifting. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna look it up. <laughs> so biking is amazing, and uh, it is not my activity, but it is all it's you. You're a big fan. Felicia. Yes, I'm a fan because mm-hmm. um, like I don't have a car. I think a lot of people in Boston don't have cars. Do you have a car? I did recently get a car. Oh, you did? It's a okay. two-seater. Oh, interesting. A two-seater. Fancy. Was it like a, like a, oh, what's the word? A smart car? It is a smart car. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought it off of a friend, which is probably the only reason I have a car at this point. That's, oh, that's so how Do you use it? Or is it sort of sick? I use it on the weekends. Nice. Uh, Apple picking? I haven't gone apple picking in a while. Gotta go. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> how I many go years have family. you been in Boston? Two and a half. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, I, okay. I should go You're apple. New. Should, yeah. I mean, it's like the quintessential fall activity, <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. I thought leaf peeping was the quintessential. Mm. One. Well, they're related. They're related. <laughs> they're you related. can do both, um, but it's just like such a good photo shoot opportunity. Uh, like you could just go and be like, "I'm holding apples," <laughs> 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 and then you eat them, and it's all great. That's true. That's true. Um, but we also found in our in our diligent research about you um, <laughs> that you used to be like a soccer referee. Do you still play soccer? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, Our so, research is yeah, I know. Dated, it's just keeping you busy. Right? I don't that's keep things is. online updated. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, but that's good because then we can learn about yeah. like, what, what things you, you do, do. outside yeah. of Amazon yeah. life. You bike. I dance. You dance. dance. Oh, you said dance. folk dance. Is that right? Yeah, folk and social dance. Oh, that's so cool. where, like, where? Um, so there's, um, Kaylee dancing, set dancing. Oh, so that's Irish. There's no really way to describe Kaylee dancing without describing set. Uh, so Irish set dancing and okay. Kaylee really just means party. Oh, fun. Um, and so that's, there's a group in Watertown does it twice a month and there used to be a fantastic dance in JP, but they lost their venue. Oh no. So oh, I'm a JP or Anybody JP? know of a dance hall, we're looking. So it's a dance hall. <laughs> that's well, where you do them. Not at like a studio or at. So this one in JP was at Doyle's. Oh, Doyle's. Oh, they can't go there anymore? Oh, long story. We won't get into like long story. <laughs> on Doyle's. So, uh-huh. so point is bars are fine. We just need space to dance. Okay. Loretta's. Yeah, actually. Ooh. Do you know about Loretta's? No. Well, so they're more country themed, but they actually have to do line dancing. We can hook you up. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. talk later. All we'll right. We'll talk later. Yeah, yes. so we're looking for new places. Okay. Bars right. are fine. Dance halls are good. Cool. Good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then there's contra dancing, Ooh. which is very New England. Uh, what, what is, tell, tell us more. Yeah. I have no idea what contra dancing is. Uh, contra dancing. So there's a couple of ones. There's, uh, I think, a monthly one in JP. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's gender free. So uh, so contra dancing is called. There's someone standing on stage with a microphone saying, Alamand right. Do-si-do. Oh. 
But it's not square dancing. It's it's related. Okay. Um, sometimes like, a caller will throw in a square dance, but it's all about fun, and no one does the square dance correctly, so everyone's <laughs> laughing. Um, so do not confuse us with square dancing. Okay. They have a very different uh, really? breed That's of a different, a whole different ballgame. Very cool. Yeah. But, but when you but say really gender-free, does that mean that you don't have to have, like, gendered partnerings? Or? So most dances around here, you, that doesn't matter. Okay. But the terminology might still use ladies and gents. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and so most people just... Like I dance both roles, and so I have a trick where, depending on my hand position, mm-hmm. is which role I am. Because right. if in like these dances, it's a bit more like ballroom, where you know the lady's always on the right, and by lady I mean follow. Yeah, and and then there's like a waltz hold part where you swinging is fun. <laughs> it's like you're skateboarding around each other, and so you can go really, really fast. Yeah, oh, cool. So the different hand holds for that, but one is the waltz hold, and so like the lead has one hold, mm-hmm. and the follow has another hold, and so it's not quite all perfectly balanced between the two roles. And sometimes the gents might do something together, the leads or the, the follows might do something together. And so cool. gender-free just means they make a special effort to use lead-follow terminology. Okay. Whereas nice. the other ones... Um, might be more relaxed in the traditional terminology of ladies and gents, oh. but by no means is that restrictive. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's, and it's really nice that you're doing something that's not like computer focused. It's like <laughs> a completely different and it's a full body experience. Yeah. And the music's fantastic. That's it's great. usually like live music. Oh, oh fun. Yeah. That's fun, man. Yeah. I mean, we were going to ask, um, tell us something that we don't know about you, but I feel like we've just did I all did. that. So <laughs> yeah, we did. Unless there's stuff we still don't know about Well, you. now I'm curious too. Like, so where do you have like favorite places in Boston? I know. So I feel like two and a half years makes you still pretty new to Boston. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're not fully in Boston until you've hit the fourth year. The fourth year. So no pressure. So <laughs> so why four? I think I have a philosophy about this. So Let's I've, hear it. <laughs> I was just like, let's bring this. Let's make it happen. You're going to say it anyway. Um, so I moved here. I went to college here many, many years ago. And then I moved back in 05. And I have found that um, four years it takes to sort of be brought in. And I think it's just a total theory is that it's related to college, that people are so used to people leaving after four years that they don't if you say you've been here for under four years, they sort of brush you off. But once you've been here for longer than that, they sort of mm. you're more embraced and welcomed mm. by the community. So, Interesting. Uh, thanks for saying that. <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs> but um, but you know, yeah. and also, but the city's changing so much now anyway. Mm. So I'm sure that that theory is probably well. What's your experience been? Uh, so it's been great. Um, so I kind of like settled into Boston through the dance communities. Awesome. Yeah. So that was a fantastic way to meet people and learn about different parts of the city because the dances are in different parts of the city. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah and if you don't so hate important. snow, clearly, so that you can, you can get around. So then when we had the blizzards, <laughs> my best day was I went out shoveling. My roommate and her friend made Boston cream puffs. Oh, fun. And then I went back out and shoveling. That was like the best day ever. That's so nice. I actually do love shoveling. Yeah. Um, I prefer not to, but (laughs) that's why I really like, I I really enjoy the winter and I love when it snows because I like to look out the window at other people shoveling. And then I think to myself, yep, got it made. I rent. Don't have any kids. Don't have any cars. Nowhere to be. All I need is internet, and I'm good to go. <laughs> and then I like let the curtain fall, and I'm like winning. Yeah, the good again. But but yeah. So Boston places. Yeah. Boston places. Yeah. Uh, any any place that you love that you would be like, this is my favorite place. 
to be? Uh, favorite's pretty hard. Um, I do enjoy the the Charles River Greenway. Mm, yeah. You know, kind of like round trip to Waltham is 30 miles. So it's a pretty good bike ride. Wow, yeah. And um, as long as the leaves are are like out of the corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Druid in Inman is pretty awesome. There's mm. a, a live session on Tuesdays that, you know, it's pretty good to go to. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's, see, Grendel's is pretty good for a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, God. Grendel's and Harvard. I can't believe Grendel's is still around. It's like an institution. <laughs> it really is. It is. <laughs> but no music. Oh, trade-offs. Oh, wow. Trade-offs. Can't have everything. No. <laughs> yeah. But that does mean you can go there and read and not be distracted. That's nice. Yeah. I actually really enjoy reading at a bar. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Get get dinner, read. Yeah. It's mm. like very nice. Mm. Sounds yeah. nice. Anyway, random. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, other than that, we usually ask people, um, what's your favorite drink of choice, alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Because mm. we like to drink everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the alcoholic, I'll go with um, either a nice red or amber ale. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Another beer fan. Yeah. We've, We've been lot. talking to a lot of beer fans lately. Yeah. There's a lot of good beer in the area. Yeah. 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 yeah seriously. I mean, Long Trail's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. And then for non-alcoholic, I'll go with hot chocolate. Yeah. Good good season for it, too. Yeah, no heading kidding. into hot chocolate season. I'll drink yep. it year-round. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, because we don't know when we're going to launch this actual episode. Yeah, this, this episode so might be recorded in October, but it might come out in, like, July. We have yeah, no idea. We <laughs> I think those were all the questions. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Bridget. Well, thanks for it's having awesome me. It's awesome to have you host us here. Yes. <laughs> we're all co-hosting each other. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye. All right. So that was Bridget, Amazon, Audible, Alexa, Echo, Dot. I mean, we could go on and on about all the things. Sorry we didn't give you all the trade secrets. (laughs) We tried. They wouldn't give them away to us. They were were serious about it. It's like a lockdown, guys. Amazon's serious about the future. Yeah. We also geeked out hard about Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem. I mean, I, I think we covered that during the session, so I probably don't need to go back into it. Just it was just really amusing. <laughs> save people's ears. I mean, you know, like we definitely, obviously we geek out about a lot of things, but I feel like we touched on more like fitness related stuff maybe. Um, as far as what we geek out about. And then now it's just like Amazon came out of nowhere. <laughs> it was like bulldozing. Look, I also say I geek out about The Walking Dead. That's true. And James McAvoy. Well, who doesn't? I mean, come on. It's <laughs> a problem. Anyway. Anyway. If you're listening, James, what? No, I'm married. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Fair. Good point. Yes. Hello, James. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sure he's listening to this. Anyway. He is, obviously. Oh, my God. Enough about well, us. Thanks for hanging in there with us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hope to see you uh, at, a, at a live event. If not, uh, hopefully we will download us again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.